Show, the business podcast that delivers real business lessons for real business challenges with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. In today's lesson, you will learn, should you refund customers past the refund deadline? Many of us in our businesses, whether we're selling a product or a service, we have a refund policy. Whether it's a 30-day policy or a 60-day policy, or some, as I'll share with you today, have a no refunds policy. Whatever it is, if a customer approaches you past the deadline, what do you do? Do you refund them? Do you tell them no? How do you tell them no? How do you handle that situation? If you're in business, you're going to have to face this at one point or another. That's why I wanted to tackle this topic today. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator, your all-in-one website hosting solution. Get your website up and running in no time with their 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. When you sign up with HostGator, just get on the phone with one of their representatives. doesn't matter what time of day or any day of the week, they are there for you or you can just get online on the chat. They'll walk you right through it, and they'll show you how easy it is to get started with their one-click WordPress installs. Get started for as low as $5 a month with their amazing 30% discount for $100 MBA listeners. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. So let's get into today's topic. Should you refund customers past the refund deadline? This is a tough one. There are many different arguments for this. Number one, there's the argument of, hey, this is the deadline. This is the policy. I've given the customer 30 days or 60 days or whatever your policy is, and that's the time they should decide on whether this product is for them. So if they request a refund past the deadline, the answer is absolutely no. Now, there's another argument that says, hey, I don't want people having my product or my service if they really don't want it. So if somebody's requesting a refund, I'm just going to give it to them because I don't want them to be a part of my business. And then there's a whole different philosophy where there's people that sell products and flat out say there are no refunds. They just don't want to deal with it. If you want this product bad enough, you'll just buy it and that's it. Now, this is a lot easier to do and a lot more sensible for the customer's end if this is a SaaS product or a reoccurring charge. So say, for example, you're charging $50 a month for a service or for a software They can cancel any time. They won't be charged next month, but they won't be refunded the amount of money they paid because, hey, you used the service or you paid for the service for that month. And that's something we're all kind of used to. Like Netflix is not going to refund you if you cancel in the middle of the month. You're going to pay for the month and you'll see out your service for the end of the month. And at the end of the month, you'll have no access to Netflix. Makes sense, right? But what about services or projects or a product that's just a standalone product that's not a reoccurring charge? I have friends in business, entrepreneurs that do take a strong stand with this. They say, no, I am not going to allow refunds. I'm going to put it right on my sales page. There are no refunds. If you're on the fence with this, don't buy it. And they especially do this with soft products, courses, eBooks, and even software. Because with these items, you have access to them. You can consume them, especially things that are downloadable, like an eBook and not hidden away secure on a website with a username and password. They have the ability to consume that product and use it. And then just before 30 days later, they want to refund it. Not cool. Another reason why some of these entrepreneurs do not do refunds is because there's a lot of costs involved when you refund. 
It also doesn't look good for your payment processing relationship with your payment processor. Most of all, it takes money to take care of a customer, whether it's customer support, server costs, hosting costs for uh, videos, things like that. So you paid for this customer to have an experience for that time period, and you can't get that money back when they refund. So there is a strong argument for this, but a lot of people don't do this because they want to have some sort of risk reversal on their website to lower the risk for people so they can just buy. A no refund policy may deter people, and a lot of people may be afraid to put that out there on their website. But people that are very confident with their products and have a large audience to market to, they've built a reputation, they have a lot of trust with their customers, they're able to do this with confidence, they're able to do this and be successful. So I just wanted to throw that out there as an option. Having no refunds as a refund policy is actually doable, especially if you have reoccurring charges, like the Netflix example I gave. But what do you do when you do have a refund policy in place or you do want to have a refund policy to lower the risk for the customer so they can just buy and not feel, you know, worried about if this is a right fit for them? So the customer asks for a refund. It's past the policy. What do you do? Well, it depends on what day they cancel. I know that sounds a little ticky tacky or you should just stick to the letter of the law and just stick to the policy. But if somebody refunds on day 31 of a 30 day money back guarantee policy, and that day 31 is a Saturday and you were off from customer support or you didn't have customer support reps taking care of it, they forgot, something like that. There is a school thought that says, hey, it's one day off the policy. It was a weekend. You should grant them the refund. So that's one option. You could do that. Have a grace period of a day or maybe two and or say a day if it falls on a weekend or not. You could be very strict with it and say, hey, we have a 30 day money back guarantee. It's day 31 and I'm unable to refund your money, but please enjoy the product. How can I help you use it? And be positive about that response. You can be firm about the policy, but be positive about your product. Now that they have to keep the product, show them how they can use it and benefit themselves. Another strategy is what people do. They ask why. They ask why anybody refunds. Anytime somebody refunds, you should be sending out a survey, an exit survey, asking them, hey, we want to know why you're refunding. Now, obviously, if they're within the refund policy, they should be granted the refund because that's your rule, right? You got to follow your own rules. But if it's past the refund policy and the reason is not really valid, like I bought your product, I thought I was going to use it, but I never did. That's not a valid reason to refund. Your poor planning or your poor commitment to using the product is not really a good reason. You put in money to make sure this customer has the service they need and they didn't use it. So you may want to make your decision on granting a refund past the policy date based on the reason. They may have another reason. They say, hey, I tried it out a whole bunch of times. It's just not working for me or these things are not working for me or it doesn't integrate with something that I really need to have in my business. Maybe these are more valid reasons for you and you'll grant the refund. So you can make the decision based on the reason for the refund. And again, this is past the refund date, uh, past the policy date. If you have 30 day money back guarantee or a 60 day, and they do it beforehand, they have the right to get a refund. That's what you stated on your website. Now, what about people that are asking for a refund weeks, months after the policy? This happens. People will buy a product six months ago, realize they have it, they'll use it and realize, oh, maybe I don't want this anymore, and email and say, hey, I would like a refund. People will ask for things. Just because they're asking doesn't mean you have to give it to them. People always try their luck, right? Let's try it out. Let's see how, how it works out. Maybe they'll say yes. What's the worst that can happen? They can say no, right? But if they're months past the policy, then you have to really, really politely say to them, hey, you know, we have a money back guarantee. It's 30 days or 60 days. You bought this product on this date. It is now this date. That's a total of 
how many days or how many months. And unfortunately, we're not able to refund you. That's all you got to say. Show them the policy, show them what happened, how long they've had the product and tell them that you're not going to be able to refund you. But having said that, you now have the product. We want to make sure that you use it, you benefit from it. How can we help you? Give them some tutorials, give them some help. Show them the benefits that they're going to get in the future, whether you're going to upgrade that product or that course or that software or how you can use it in different ways and not just in the business or doing now, maybe later on in a different business. But the point is that you got to lay down what's happening. You're not going to get the refund because of this. This is what happened. But having said that, we still value as a customer. We want to make sure that you win with this and use it as much as you can. I hope that makes sense, guys. Guys, I got one more thing I want to talk about when it comes to this topic, and it's about free trials. It may be something you want to integrate into your policy to make things easier on you. But before that, let me give a love to today's sponsor, HostGator. One of my favorite things about HostGator is it's a website hosting solution that provides 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. And they can help you with anything when it comes to your business website, not just the design and getting it all up and running, but also your domain services, marketing your website, getting an SSL certificate so you can check out securely, help you with Google AdWords. And all you got to do is give them a call or hop on chat any time of day, any day of the week. And of course, you can just send them an email. But the point here is that you have somebody on call 24-7 to help you out as you grow your business and your business website. Best of all, they do it without breaking the bank. You can get started for only $5 a month with their baby plan. So if you want this exclusive 30% discount, exclusive for the $100 MBA show listeners, just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30 right now. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. One thing you may want to consider when it comes to your refund policy with your products and services is incorporating some sort of free trial. Now, normally people sell a product and they say they have 30 days or 60 days to refund. And that's kind of the time they can try it out. And if they don't like it, they can refund. Now, if you're doing a lot of volume, that's a lot of headaches. Refunds are not fun. Not only do you have to process the refund, you have to cancel their account, their payment cycle, close the actual service on your website, remove them from your email list. It's not a pretty picture. Plus, you got to go back and forth with the customer to find out why they refunded, all that stuff. If you want to start a no refund policy, if you'd like that idea that I mentioned today or that resonates with you and your business, then I highly recommend you do some sort of trial. This allows people to check it out and have no excuse. They can have a free trial for a number of days, whether that's 14 days or whatever you choose. They could try out your product, your service. I've seen softwares that offer 14 days. I've seen courses that offer seven day free trial where that trial includes you know half the courses so they can see what it's all about. And after the trial's over, they're automatically charged for a membership or for the product. And you can easily do this with your payment processor where you allow a trial period. And when they check out, they just give their credit card information and they know that, hey, you're not going to get charged until after the trial. And with this, it's easy to say there are no refunds because you had a chance to try it out and you had a chance to cancel before you got charged. This especially works with SaaS products or products that have reoccurring charges, like I mentioned before. In fact, this is something that we're looking into doing at Webinar Ninja very soon, incorporating a free trial into our plan. We've tried different variations of this, different variations of our money-back guarantee, and this is what we've settled on and we think is going to work best for us. But you'll never know until you try, so I encourage you to test it out yourself for your business and your products and services. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. Make sure you hit subscribe so you get all our episodes automatically. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about alternatives to free content for email list growth. You don't have to only offer an ebook or a course or a white page for somebody's email. There are other things you can do, some things I want to share with you tomorrow. 
So make sure you tune in. All right, guys, I hope you love today's episode. I'll check you tomorrow. But before then, I want to leave you with this. Refunds are a delicate topic. I know that. They're your customers. You want to make sure they're happy. And it doesn't make you happy when you have to give back money. So the best way or the best thing I can think of, if you're a little bit cloudy on this, is just choose a policy and just stick to it. It starts to get really iffy and really uncomfortable when you don't have a policy or you have a policy and you don't stick to it. It's the easiest way to do it. Just stick to your guns as long as your policy is fair and treats your customers right and you deliver the policy in a nice way. You can do it on your sales page or emails to them when they ask for a refund. It's all good. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.